What is up, everyone? It's me, the Pokemon Cave, and I'm joined by not only a special guest, but the new co-host of not just this podcast, but Poke Cave After Dark as well. Because, I mean, why not traumatize her with two different podcasts? Um, I Should I, or should we go by, I guess, your screen name, or do you want to go by your, your real name? <laughs> I am only my screen name now. Oh, really? Okay. Well, then it's uh, Bambi Bunny uh, as my co-host uh, for the foreseeable future until she gets sick and tired of me and just goes <laughs> to me. <laughs> um, but first off, I mean, you're you're pretty new on the scene. I mean, you're you're pretty fresh in Instagram world mm-hmm. uh, compared to many, many other people. Um, but for the thousands of listeners that I've got so far, um, why don't you do a little introduction on yourself and and tell people a little more about who you are and what you've become. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I grew up loving Pokemon and, you know, then life hit, became a mom, did the whole adult thing and <laughs> got myself to a stable point where I'm like, oh gosh, I'm stable. I have adult money. I'm kind of bored, like, let's go back and see, you know, what to do. So I got really back into gaming and comics. Um, Mm -hmm. I used to stream that a while back. I wasn't any good at it or anything, and nobody watched it, but I did it. Okay, (laughs) I did it. It's an accomplishment nonetheless. Um, So I kind of just nerded out. I got really into Funko Pops again, and from that I was like, oh, my gosh, all the Pokemon Pops. So I got all those, and... My a friend of mine, actually, he's really into the card world. So um, I went through what I used to have back in all my bins of, you know, hidden nerdiness from my childhood and had some pretty cool vintage cards. And we got talking and that was like the first time I was introduced to uh, the Whatnot app. So oh, yeah. that yet yeah, back into legalized gambling, right? For <laughs> for our childhood addiction, it's it's a really messed up system for the generation that's mostly on there. Yeah, yeah. it's it's nothing nothing like ripping packs and actually getting something really cool. So <laughs> um, I hopped on there and actually realized that the community is so much bigger now and so much more um, inclusive than when I was a kid, and I was kind of really happy about it so I was you know snooping around on different streams going through everybody's stuff and made a a little group of internet friends (laughs) who (laughs) actually ended up asking me to co-host their streams Hmm. obviously you know there's the the stigma of having you know female gamers or female you know co-hosts and all that kind of trying to push numbers and and whatnot and it works so it was a win-win for everybody. <laughs> totally not what I'm doing. <laughs> no, not at all. Absolutely not. No. So, and and from there, um, we had talked about it. And, you know, me being, I, I don't stream on whatnot. I don't have, you know, a major platform built. Um, the streamer that I was co-hosting with recommended that I start kind of like a, a promo page. So back in June, like just last month, uh, I started Bandy's page. And since mm-hmm. then, she's just kind of been going, doing her thing. Yeah. And here yeah, we I are. mean, uh, yeah, I was kind of looking at you on Instagram there. And yeah, you, I mean, you've been at it for about a month, give or take, mm-hmm. from what you've been posting. I mean, you're not, you're not doing too bad. I, I mean, we're not all instantly Instagram famous or even social media famous. 
Uh, it takes time, and some people just don't get it. Uh, other people just don't really care. Um, it's I mean, funny, I, my personal Instagram is unused and a ghost town, and I just kind of abandoned it. And I was like, nobody looks at it anyways. Oh, well. I'm actually the exact same way. So I have a personal one, and I have my, like, pokey man cave side. My personal one, I the only time I go on it is if my uncle sends me a reel. <laughs> and then it, it, it's literally I just go in I see the reel and I exit out and it's like okay back to the more important one mm-hmm. um yeah I mean like you know it, the personal side I've got like 21 followers and they're all family members or mm-hmm. friends from like high school whereas the professional one I've got like 4,000 followers and they're from all over the world and I mean it, it gets to a point where it's almost impossible to interact with everyone mm-hmm. and people feel left out and it it sucks but at the same time how do you interact with people when you've got that many followers or tens of thousands of followers or millions of followers um it's physically impossible so yeah. i mean it sucks but it is what it is kind of thing um and you, you mentioned whatnot and i i was speaking to you prior about the the oh so fun thing of whatnot if you're <laughs> not necessarily an American. Um, you know, for everyone that does know, I'm good old Canadian. Um as some Americans think I live in an igloo and I really don't. Only you during don't. the winter months. Oh, wait. Yeah. Deal breaker. Yeah, my my second house did not live in any igloo. Right, yeah. I mean it well, it melted. <laughs> And, and of course, our insurance doesn't cover igloo. <laughs> so, <laughs> really good, yeah. It's all right. Californians yeah. aren't covered by fire insurance either, so it's okay. <laughs> That's like just your second nature. <laughs> I mean, why have a bonfire where you can just walk out your back door, you know? Exactly. It's <laughs> about on fire. It's great. Yeah. I mean, same time, we're, we're in that same situation right now. <laughs> There's yeah. fires all around me. And it's like, oh, okay, well. So this is what it feels like to be an American <laughs> on the West Coast. That's, that's a fair assessment. That's yeah. a fair assessment. Wake up every morning and just see a, a haze. And it's like, oh, cool. I'm going to die today. That's cool. It's a fun mystery, though, because you can never tell if it's fire smoke or pollution or your neighbor's meth lab. So you get to play, <laughs> you know, it's very fun. In in the neighborhood I live in, that's probably true as well. Yeah. <laughs> There's some crushable houses in this neighborhood. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, I mean, being a homeowner is awesome sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you know, when I, I tried the whole whatnot thing, and it was good in a sense, but also really, really crappy unless you live in the States. Um, even when... So when I first got started with that, uh, like I was mentioning, we had our little sit down with the the company rep and there's, I think, five or six of us all in a group. And he's like, oh, you know, so this is how you sell things is how you buy things. Uh, Don't do this. Don't do that kind of thing. And then, yeah, yeah, there is a lot of don'ts. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was like, here's a couple do's. And then do you have 45 minutes to go through the list of don'ts? (laughs) You might as well just free up your rest of the afternoon. And uh, he was going around and asking people where they're from. And it's like, oh, you know, Midwest, East, blah, blah, blah. And that, it comes to me. I'm like, oh, Ontario and Canada. 
And he just stops. He goes, oh, well, good luck. Excuse me? He's like, "Mm, good luck. Like, what the heck does that mean? He goes, well, it's going to take longer for items to get to the Americans when you ship them. He goes, and you're not going to get paid until X amount of days after they receive it. He goes, "Um, you may not even get sales because it's going to cost more for the person buying it for shipping and blah, blah, blah. He's like, you know, you you won't see the shipping charges, so you won't have to worry about it. He goes, but you'll see it when we don't give you that money. I'm like, oh, well, that's lovely. And yeah, sure enough, I would sell an item. And then literally four weeks later, I would finally get the $12, $15 back. And it's like, wow, this is totally not worth it for me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I, I think I had maybe one Canadian buyer. And at least that was like, yeah, I'm like, oh, my God, (laughs) one of us. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, other than that, it was like 99.9% American buyers and then the one Canadian. And I just sat down and thought, you know, I'm not selling massive items. So why am I waiting four weeks for a 15, 20 dollar payout when I can just upload my entire catalog to to eBay and get the money back within two days. So I just ended up, I switched from whatnot back to eBay. And, you know, I mean, it's almost, it's, well, it's hit or miss on wherever you go, whether it be whatnot or eBay or Facebook, whatever. You're going to get sales a lot, and then you're just going to hit a complete lull where you don't see anything for quite some time. Um, and thankfully, I don't do this as a full-time job. I don't know how people do, honestly. I, I know yeah. some of the streamers who do, like the bigger channels, I get it. But most of them that I see, they have maybe max 20 in their, you know, in their stream. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is my full-time gig. I'm like, that sounds exhausting and stressful. Yeah. <laughs> as, oh, I'll just stream for 12 hours and it's great i'm like oh okay as, as their mother brings them lunch down into the basement right yeah or like <laughs> upset that like they haven't vacuumed yet and they're yelling at them from the other side of the apartment right there yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean that's i had so I, I posted i mean even instagram it's it's weird the pokemon community on instagram it seems like you're going to get a 50-50 mix, whether it's completely passionate and people are amazing community members to each other, or you get the complete a-hole <laughs> who is just there being the internet troll that they want to be. And I remember this one, I think it was a reel. It was one of the trending sounds or whatever. It's like, oh, money can't buy happiness. Well, Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Oh, yeah, and they show, like, their whole whole room and stuff. Yeah, so I did that. I thought, well, that's kind of funny. Because, like, I've done ones where it's like, oh, I'm in so much credit card debt. It's like, oh, you have no idea. (laughs) 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 It's like, you think I'm joking. (laughs) But, I mean, I've, I mean, it's, I I keep telling my wife, it's good credit card debt. It's great. Yeah, it may not seem like good credit card debt, but it's good credit card debt because it actually improved the house in some space. Like my recording studio. I built this room off of my workshop and my wife's like, well, 
why why do we need to build this room? I'm like, it adds value to the house. And she's like, so when are we going to sell the house to a up-and-coming music artist? <laughs> I'm like, you never know. Right? There's a <laughs> market. they're going to walk in and be like, look, this guy's got a, a recording studio. I'm in. You want this much? I'll give you four times that much. <laughs> and, like, my actual Pokemon collection room is technically a third bathroom. Just hidden, in a sense. Huh. Yeah, so it's... When we we actually built this house, slash bought it. Um, so when we built it, it had... We built the room down here in the basement with all the exit pipes for sink, toilet, and for some reason, a shower. I don't know why we decided to put exit pipes in the basement for a shower. I may have been tired when I decided, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> or or the location of said shower because it's tucked into a corner and then there's a window pretty much smack dab in the middle of where the shower would go. Oh, so it's like the neighbor-friendly shower. Yeah. Yeah, All you right. can, you can, you know, anybody who's walking their dog in front of my lawn can just get a complete sneak peek at the upper half of my body. You know, you, you got to leave a little bit to the imagination. No <laughs> free yeah, 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 no free shows. <laughs> you got to pay for that. <laughs> so... Yeah, we decided to do that, and then I sat there and I thought, okay, one, I don't want a shower in the basement, and having a tub in the basement just gives off Walter White Breaking Bad <laughs> vibes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a tub downstairs. We never use it. Don't worry about it. Don't look at yeah. it. Please don't swap it. Yeah. <laughs> the tub can't go through a second floor if it's on the bottom floor. <laughs> so I sat down and I thought, okay, well, maybe we should make this into a half bath. And then I realized this is a really, really big half bath if we were to choose to make it into a half bath. And so I thought, well, I'll just hide the pipes in like a makeshift block wall kind of thing with like basically just wood and, and um, drywall with like extra support on top so I could actually put um bookshelves on top and then so now when you walk in it looks like i've got this nice little 90 degree uprise with some uh bookshelves and all my collectibles on it little do you know that underneath all those bookshelves is actually plumbing for a bathroom so it's kind of cool well it'll that'll help keep i think the pricing up too because when you eventually you know do get rid of the house or move or if you decide to they can change that into their walter white dream of a bathroom yeah <laughs> they can share with their neighborhood <laughs> yeah well like my wife turns to me and she goes you realize if you want to turn this into a bathroom you have to rip down all this drywall again to put the enter water because there's no water flowing into that room mm -hmm. it's just exit and I sat there for a second. I thought, yeah, you're right. I, I completely finished this room without potentially adding water to it. I mean, there's hydro in there. There's a light and everything. But there's no water going to it. I'm like, well, screw it. We're just, we won't have that as a bathroom. <laughs> you know, let, let the future people deal with that. I'm like, 
we have a one and a half bath. How many bathrooms do we need? Until my wife real or until my wife reminded me that we have a daughter and a son, and uh-huh. that eventually they will become teenagers, and eventually I will be waking up in the morning to go to work, and realize not only is the full bath being used, but so is the half bath, and I'll probably be taking a shower in the laundry tub in the basement. <laughs> just use the hose. It's fine. Yeah, it's just, fine. <laughs> just walk out onto the front porch and. There's your full show. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the sugar. Here you go. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it, like it, it it improved the quality of our house to have our room finished. Um, I mean, our basement is 99% finished except for the workshop um, and our laundry room just because it would be a nightmare to do a ceiling mm. or even the walls in, in the laundry room without having to rip out basically everything <laughs> and i'm like uh no I, I did that enough with the man cave kind of side of the basement where my bar and everything is my my uh projection and all that stuff is that was like an entire month and a half of rentals with a third-party contractor doing that and i swore i'd never do it again <laughs> uh, <laughs> in fact actually well in the middle of having my first knee surgery, I decided, well, I'm going to be off work for three months. I'll every day I I'll go down the stairs. I'll get a little bit of exercise and I'll, you know, tape and mud a little bit of the drywall. And I started doing that and then realized I hate taping and mudding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just pay someone to do it. And then I realized contractors dictate whenever the hell they work, not when yep. you want them to work. So what should have taken two and a half weeks took five and a half weeks, I think. Oh. Yeah. That was so much fun. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I've never had to do, like, a full house of it. I've just done, like, one room. I thought it was a blast. And those, like, TikTok videos of people taping and mudding rooms. Oh, chef's kiss. It makes my OCD so happy. You, I I will invite you up here and you can do my. (laughs) Hey, man, give me some stilts. I'm sold. So <laughs> great. I'll cover your plane ticket and and, and a Canadian breakfast and uh <laughs> what's the difference between Canadian breakfast and American breakfast? Just less avocado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, less uh less avocado, less snooty uh Starbucks uh Californians and a lot more maple. Or maple. Hey, we enjoy House of Pancakes if that counts. Ooh, depends. Depends. <laughs> depends. I mean, we we have like our own Canadian version, like stacked. It's basically IHOP and House of Pancakes on steroids. Stacked it, does not imply breakfast to me, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. like I get the concept like uh pancake stacks I get it not yeah. not the first thing that comes to head though <laughs> yeah I don't know if I'd want to touch the surfaces in a place called stacks that's like I went and looked the floor at Hooters well I mean depends on what city you're in or what town there are some people that like to lick the floors just depends on what they were doing the night before I guess True. <laughs> or that morning <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so 
going back into Pokemon or the Pokemon. We digress. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, I mean, we, we talked about how you've never actually been to a tournament or anything like mm-hmm. that or regionals. Um, would you or have you ever thought about going to a regionals or even a tournament in, in particular or done any deck building? Absolutely. Like, I, I'd like to watch the, the clips of it. On, um, but when I was younger and into Pokemon, I didn't. I never felt like I was going to be that good at it, right? Like, I, I couldn't, yeah. I watched people pre-plan these moves and, like, set up their decks, and I'm like, wow, I don't have that organization skill. So I just like the art. Like, oh, my gosh, look at these cute little things. Typical typical <laughs> Pokemon girl, right? Okay? Yeah, look at the sparkle. And, <laughs> it's great. And then I got, I got older, and now it's such, like, a collector's thing that it almost hurts me a little bit when I see cards being played, but that's their intended use. So it's yeah. also kind of joyous at the same time. So I enjoy other people playing with their decks. Like if I can spectate or or just be right there, that's great. Actually, yeah. Um, so like I see vintage I, cards getting played. I'm like, oh, please don't bend that. Ah, okay. Yeah. I mean, growing up as a kid, like I had base set for sure. I might, yeah, I had jungle, maybe a little bit of fossil, mm-hmm. and, like, I mean, as kids, you don't know the worth of these actual cards, like, we are rough as heck, and no sleeves ever. Oh, gosh, I'm pretty sure I chewed on a couple by accident, well, <laughs> on purpose, but I'm gonna I'm say I'm pretty sure I used a couple hollows in the, the spokes of my bike. <laughs> yep, yeah. did that, it was, it was a thing. Yeah, and you nowadays, look- it's like... The, the second the card comes out of the pack and it's a full art, it, it doesn't even touch the air. It goes right into a sleeve. Yep. So it's amazing how we've changed from, I'm going to wipe my butt with this hollow, shadowless Charizard, to it can't physically touch the air around it. It's got to go into this chamber and mm-hmm. be preserved for life kind of thing. Um, well, we judge cards so much harder now. So I it, yeah. it wasn't up until I got back into Pokemon recently, like I would say within this last year, that I learned anything about centering. That was never a thing. Or like, God forbid, there's a little bit of whiting. Like I've learned all right. these new terms because it's <laughs> a big deal. And I'm like, oh, I, I I like the art. Like it looks really cool. <laughs> never mind the fact that half of the art is off of the card. It's beautiful right. artwork. <laughs> And they're like, oh, well, you can't grade that. I'm like, I wasn't going to. I just yeah. heard my guy. Like, <laughs> let me spend my adult money the way I want. Binder. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, yeah, that, that's the thing. It's like, I, I hate that. It's like, oh, it's gradable. Or it's not gradable. Technically, every card is gradable. Right. It's just what your what is your purpose of grading it for? Yeah. I mean, you could burn a card to smithereens somebody will still grade that mm-hmm. it's going to get like a one or a, a zero it's still gradable there is now, a great company that can't was... give you a 0.5 now so there's that plus <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean at that point they might as well just swap it up for you're an idiot right across no. the slab like, <laughs> um i mean like that's the thing so like when i was when I was younger, we we played a little bit of the TCG, but it was a very modified version of it. Like, mm-hmm. 
trainer or um, energy cards were non-existent. Like, screw having to have energies attached to your Pokemon. If I'm going to attack you with a, a cost that takes like four energies and I don't have any energies, I'm still using that attack, whether you like it or not. Those are the rules I want to play by. Yeah, I mean, those were so much fun. And then I got back into the Pokemon. Um, well, I, I went into a, like a bit of a collecting phase where I started off with comics. Yeah, started with mm-hmm. comics. Um, started collecting a bunch of really cool books and then realized I want to read them, but I can't read them because then they become less valued to whoever. Maybe not necessarily mm-hmm. me, but less valued. And like, there was a lot of really cool books. Like, I got like a whole run of Zombie Tramp at one point. I'm like, I really want to read this book, but it's in pristine condition. And God forbid if I crack open this sleeve, like, mm-hmm. it, it's going to be worthless. So eventually, I just got sick and tired. And I thought, you know what? I I can just read these books online. And it's not going to affect anything. I can just scroll online. It's not the same thing as holding the book physically in your hands. But at least then I don't have to worry about condition and so on and so forth. So I ended up, I sold my comics. And then I started going into like vintage or stuff that I grew up with. Um, did like a little transition to Simpsons stuff. And mm-hmm. I got a whole kind of bookshelf thing of Simpsons memorabilia. And I realized, yeah, okay, that was like that was a good, decent part of my childhood, but yeah, I mean, it doesn't really give you the dopamines that I want. So I ended up, I sold all of those, and then went into like a little bit of Star Wars, kind of more of the Lego sets, because mm-hmm. just something to please my ACD or ACD, ADD. <laughs> um, you know, mostly probably right around the beginning of covid and everything it's like okay well we can't go anywhere might as well build lego <laughs> you know legos got, got big then yeah and then i got back into pokemon not necessarily the new stuff but the older stuff mm-hmm. so like i had i purchased a base set fossil set and jungle set complete and How that cost you cheese <laughs> actually that's the sad thing so back then uh, I think the base set was $700 Canadian, mm-hmm. which wasn't too bad. Whereas now I think you can sell for about 1000 Um, Jungle and Fossil, I bought each for around $250 Canadian each, give or take. So again, not too bad, but it's... Base set has gone up a bit. Like, I think I turned around and I sold my base set for a thousand dollars. But I used that to fund more things for my collection, um, more vintage stuff. So, like, stuff that I actually grew up with. Right. Um, it gives you the nostalgic dopamines. Yeah. And so, like, I just kind of kept doing that. And, you know, I bought um, all those Burger King Pokeballs that had the gold plated cards in yep. them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got the full set uh, still sealed. But when I bought them, I think I had four four blues and two reds. And I got pissed off because I had two reds and not blues. So I, <laughs> I, I, I traded the reds for the blues so I could have just a full set of blues. 
<laughs> like my wife would get so pissed because like it's just it's just ADD, and she's like, you know, you're compulsing about the fact that a box is red instead of blue. I'm like, well, it just it doesn't look good. It needs to be right. all blue or all red. I'm like, I can turn around and buy all the red ones and have all the blue ones. And she's like, no, please don't. <laughs> please. <laughs> she's like, but like, that's the thing. Like my wife, she gets annoyed, but she knows I'm not going to go out, come back with a, a trailer full of Pokemon stuff and be like, so guess what? We can't pay the mortgage this month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she knows that. I'm going to pay the bills, pay the mortgage, and then I'm going to splurge a little bit. And, you know, we still have stuff set aside. She knows I'm not ever going to jeopardize our house or the food on the table. So I, I she gets annoyed because she calls it stuff that we don't need. But at the same time, I mean, it keeps me sane, keeps me happy. Yeah. Um, so, like, like, for instance, like, I, I, I've, talked about before on the podcast but i've like i've dealt with anxiety i still deal with severe depression from time to time um and it's just i don't know buying buying things for hopefully a cheap enough price of stuff that i grew up with as a kid when times were so much better so much happier just makes me happier because like you don't realize it as a kid but childhood ends really really quickly mm-hmm. and you never ever realize it until you look in the mirror and go holy crap there's gray hair where where did my youth go and like it, even now my my daughter will point out that i don't even have gray hair i have pure white hair in my beard at times or like when you get up off of a, a couch or something and every noise out of the like alphabet comes out <laughs> like oh god yeah. oh god my elbow yeah i i I got up the one day out of my recliner and my knee popped so loud that my daughter actually thought I had bubble wrap. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, that's just my body. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, that doesn't sound good. I'm like, didn't feel good either. <laughs> <laughs> Walk into my life, child. <laughs> so like, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, it, we buy things that sure we don't need, but it brings us nostalgia. It brings us happiness and brings us back to a time when we were young, dumb, and invincible. So it's kind of nice. Did you? Oh, you froze. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So take two. Um. Yeah. So as I was saying before, your Wi-Fi decided to. Oh, technical difficulties technical difficulties oh it's amazing when we record on the other sides of the country eh <laughs> i mean it's better than my live shows i can't fix my live shows so whatever i say is just out there forever yeah i mean so in, in california not only do you have wildfires but uh Occasionally, your your Wi-Fi will just say, you know what, I'm not built for this world, and just take itself out. It's more than occasionally, too, honestly. Like, I feel like I need to, to set up some kind of prevention awareness line for my Wi-Fi. Like, get it some real support, you know, like, routers unite, like, we are with you, something like that. We could call a support group Broken Cables. 
I mean, it could be worse. When I, like, we have Bell Canada up here for my internet in particular. I flat out paid for a modem that had a backup battery in it. Just in case if power ever went out, then at least I have internet nonstop. It it just keeps running. Wow, and we it, have that. That's brilliant. Yeah, it, except when the power went out the last time here, my Wi-Fi didn't come back on. And I thought, well, that's strange. I have a backup battery in it. I opened up the backup battery case, and there's no battery in there. But yeah, I'm paying for one. So sweet. <laughs> they just sent you a case. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I oh, need. We'll, it's we'll that little details like on kids' toys. Like, this whole great big thing not included batteries. <laughs> yeah. Never mind the fact that you're paying for the battery. We just, you, mm-hmm. don't worry. You don't need it. it it's just, it's, it's there in spirit. <laughs> Until you really need it when the power goes out. Then we'll, then we'll talk. Yeah. I've heard some life insurance policies are kind of the same thing. Oh, dear God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah. It, it's even worse because so every three years, our collective agreement comes up from renewal at my job because we're, we're unionized. And so every three years, our accidental death and d- dismemberment goes up. Mm-hmm. And every three years, my wife asks me two simple questions. How much of a raise are they projecting for this contract? And what's your death and dismemberment up to now? <laughs> <laughs> so, which You're makes more- me believe either... A, she's going to try and kill me off when it gets to a certain amount, and I don't know what that certain amount is. Just start making up numbers then. Yeah, just tell her that it went down. <laughs> yeah, if I if I die, you actually owe the company money. Just just think mm-hmm. of that. <laughs> or maybe she's just sitting there thinking, listen, he's probably going to do something really stupid at work. <laughs> Can we survive without, without him here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's been a few times where I've been taken out of the plant in the back of an ambulance because I've done something stupid. So well, she would just saw the Pokemon stuff, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a scary thing. Uh, I mean, <laughs> the last surgery that I had, <clears throat> I don't know why, but I just had a really, really bad feeling about it. I didn't want to go for a surgery. And I just figured... No, something's going to happen when I go for surgery. And so I told my wife, listen, God forbid if something were to happen, this is what you need to do at my work. You know, physically go to my work and be escorted down to my my machine. You know, here's where my key is for my toolbox. Inside the toolbox, there's pictures that our daughter drew. There's my personal stuff. Get all this. Screw the company. Get it. And then we came to my Pokemon stuff. And I'm like, God forbid something happens. Get a hold of this guy from the store. He will help you. Do not try and sell it on your own, please. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to sell like a $5,000 item for five bucks. 
I'm like, and I'll just come back from dead and haunt your ass. Like, <laughs> do that. Or we'll we'll go to company functions, and like most, more particularly, like the guys who I work with on night shift, the things that come out of our mouths towards each other. My wife just sits there and she's like, "How? How do you get away with saying that at work?" Like, because you're night shift. It's, yeah. it's the whole segment. I'd worked nights for years and it was the same thing. Horrible yeah. things come out of our mouths. Oh, yeah. I'm like, there's only one management guy and 90 time, or nine times out of 10, he's in his own office sleeping during the night shift. So <laughs> we do and say whatever the heck we want. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. You know, so that's just our life. Um, I mean, we actually had a, a Pokemon tournament in the plant. When we should have been working the one night. And <laughs> bet money on it, too. <laughs> like, I think the closest I ever got to that was I used to play Pokemon Go around the facility that I, I worked at and ran. And they'd hear the little sounds. and like, what are you doing? I was like, eh, nothing. Checking the news. <laughs> yeah. Not catching the ponita in the corner, I promise. Actually, I used to do that. Went back, we used to play Pokemon Go, like my wife and I. Um... When our daughter, I think, was just an infant. So that was like <clears throat> nine years ago, give or take. And so, like, we, we would, we were so awesome. We would go for walks and everything because we were trying to hit all the pokey stops. We would mm-hmm. go down to our, like, our harbor front. And there was a mass group of people over there because, like, you could get rare water type Pokemon. And there was also a plug in that somebody had found out that the town hadn't locked up. So he would get like two or three of these massive uh, power bars and plug them into the outlets. And then we could all charge our phones while playing Pokemon (laughs) Go on the town's money. (laughs) And until the town realized, wait a minute, there's a lot of power usage down at the harbor. And then we came back to one day and it was all locked up. Oh, oh like we were, that's so funny. Oh, People we were, to this day still ask me, why do you have so many power banks? I was like, well, remember when Pokemon Go came out? Yeah, that's why I have yeah. so many power banks. Well, you always carry multiple cords and like six banks. Yeah, well, like, what was really great was where we used to live in the apartment that we lived in. It was specifically three kilometers from my front door to the front door of my work. And so, like, I would constantly get the three-kilometer eggs, mm-hmm. and it was perfect because I could hatch an egg on the way to work and hatch an egg on the way home from work. It was beautiful. <laughs> and then we built our house, which is significantly closer, and it's like, oh, now it's like one kilometer away from work. Now I now I got to walk to and from work three times just to hatch one egg. Like, this is stupid. <laughs> 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 I did the cheaper way. I we we all piled into a car together, and like there was a designated driver. Whoever sat passenger was doing both phones, and then like a horde of people in the back seat, and we yeah. just drove around at like five miles an hour. Yeah, trying all this stuff. Heaven forbid if you went above five, you're like, oh, you're you're trying to play Pokemon while driving. It's like, no, I'm in the, the passenger seat. I swear. <laughs> I'm not sitting at this halfway. Yeah. <laughs> I, and then like I would <laughs> I would stick my phone on my forklift because it only did nine kilometers an hour 
which is like <laughs> it was right underneath the threshold at one point for Pokemon Go for speed. So I would do laps around the building at work while trying to hatch eggs and everything. And <laughs> my boss is like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, I'm hatching an egg. Shut up. <laughs> he's like, and he's like, it just went right over head. I'm like, it's, it's Pokemon. He's like, Pokemon eggs? You have Pokemon eggs? Po- Pokemon aren't real. I'm like, oh my god, dude. Just go back to bed. Okay? To just go. <laughs> just leave me alone. I've got a full tank of propane on the back of my truck. I'm good. Just my machine's running. Just let me do this, okay? <laughs> I'm still working-ish. Just let me go. <laughs> I maintain the equipment's ability to run, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm legit, legitimately multitasking. I'm hatching eggs. I'm still working my machine, and I'm keeping busy so I don't fall asleep. And make it look like I'm not actually working. So you know, <laughs> win-win. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, on that note, we're gonna end this podcast <laughs> for your internet decides that it wants to try and kill itself again (laughs) (laughs) my internet yeah (laughs) now we're we're running a ticking time clock here um Mm -hmm. (laughs) i i mean for the first episode so far of the pokemon cave podcast i i think it went extremely well except for you know obviously the minor glitch um you know that that's the joys of remote recording <laughs> honestly it's it's the joy of any type of of interneting for us over here we have our options of at&t or wave so you know you Oof. either get target brand or walmart take your pick <laughs> yeah i mean we have the big giants over here like we have bell rogers and then you start getting those sketchy ones where it's like Technically, we're piggybacking on this company, but hush, hush, we'll just cross a couple wires. You might see a spark, but hey, you got internet now. You've got internet for now. For now, yeah. It's always the detail. Yeah. Until one day you wake up and your modem's just black and, you know, that happened. (laughs) But it's not covered underneath your warranty, so. Yeah. Don't forget your backup battery that is non-existent. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, we're going to say goodbye for this podcast. But that's not the end of you. You're going to join me on, I mean, this is a weird thing. Technically, you're going to join me in about 10 seconds for the next podcast. But in reality, it's actually... But 12, 14 hours in the future <laughs> for the next podcast. This, uh, this podcast will come out at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on every Monday morning. And then the Pokey Cave After Dark podcast comes out at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time every Monday night. So what will be 10 seconds for you is actually... 14 hours in the future. <laughs> the power of the internet at its finest. Right? Yeah. I mean, and then it's just going to get even more funky when we start recording at different times of the week 
for following <laughs> week and everything. It's going to be amazing. We're going to be completely batshit crazy. But it's kind of, it'll work. <laughs> uh, and so that that will end for this one. Um, stay tuned, everyone, for next week's podcast, where we will be discussing more specific topics um, about some interesting. Happy, well, the title of the one article was somebody got a Pokemon in Pokemon Go from a happy mistake. Or a happy accident, kind of like a Bob Ross happy accident kind of thing. <laughs> so when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, I have to read this and, and discuss this because this just sounds too awesome. Um, but, yeah, we will discuss that and many other topics technically next week. But in reality, it'll be less than a week from now when we record that episode. <laughs> but, I mean, thank you again for joining me and for being a amazing co-host um i think this relationship is going to be fantastic uh it's yeah, great to have, so. yeah it, it's great to have a, a female i mean it sounds so weird it's so <laughs> nice not <laughs> a different gender perspective yeah it's so nice not to be full of testosterone <laughs> right up there with stacked my guy right up there with stacked <laughs> We'll work on your phrasing. <laughs> yeah, we got lots of work to do. You have no help, no idea how bad I am. <laughs> and take care, everyone. We'll see you again next week.